Pastor Ramirez, you already know we out here doing it big and we're noticing all the successful entrepreneurs that are out here with us. And with me, I have Ana Nayakana. Ana, can you please introduce yourself? I want to thank you first off for being on House of Ramirez. Thank you. Can you please Absolutely. introduce yourself? Absolutely. And thank you so much for inviting me and for creating such an amazing platform where you are focusing on us, those of us in, of color and of culture that are doing the work day in and day out to progress. My name is Anna Nayakana, like I was just introduced. I am author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur of Nyazuri Books, Nyazuri Studios, and fundamentally Nyazuri World and everything that's coming um, across and around the world today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I did uh, pay attention to your website. I went ahead and looked at your website. I'm like, it's so beautiful. <laughs> But there's Thank so much, so there's so much more uh, to those beautiful colors and the beautiful website that you have, you know, you're empowering our children and it's mm. very important that we see the proper representation as well as the educational back end to just, you know, just the representation itself. There's so much more that you're offering our children and it's encouraging because our children need it you know for a long time we went without representation whether in textbooks mm. or movies um and i read up on that you were tailoring to that because you understand can you tell me more about that yes, absolutely and thank you for the feedback and just for pouring into me and the encouragement i'm happy that you love the website I actually fully design and develop it myself under nyazuri studios i am a woman of many hats so i'm just grateful that you felt a connection to it and all the content that's being represented there. So as you mentioned, yes, I was very intentional with creating the series. The first book, Nyazuri and the Pharaoh's Throne, I will throw it in the camera box there. And it was all because <laughs> growing up in the States, I'm originally from Berlin, Germany. Uh, my mother is Moldavian German. My father's East African from an amazing country called Uganda. Stand up Uganda on my man Koli. Yes, stand up, shout out. I do a lot of shout outs. And, you know, I couldn't find my place in this world here in this American society. And being in English as a second learner, I was always encouraged to take books home and practice my English. But sis, there were no books. There are no books with anyone on the cover that looked like me. It was always an animal or a boy, or if there was a girl, she was in the background and she was like this princess or damsel in distress. There was no like strong minded girls that were leaders, that were heroines. And that was something that always stuck with me because my school was not in the best part of town. So we had very low resources and we also didn't have anybody motivating us. So I took all of these critical things and these experiences from my childhood and I decided to change the narrative. It was not okay for me to be able to go into a school and there be no uh, books that had any sort of representation. So instead of complaining about it, hoping, wishing, praying that one day there would be a change where my children will grow up and be able to not only see the books in their schools, in the libraries, or even in the bookstore, but actually see it taught in the curriculum. And that has been my number one focus, literally knocking down the doors of these schools <laughs> to ensure that our culture and all world cultures are being represented and are being taught with accuracy, without indoctrination, and with glorification of our richness and our history and of our contributions to this world. 365, not in a single month, not during Black History Month, not during Latin Heritage Month, all year long, because we are representative of the world and have contributed so much. And it would, would not allow me to really sleep at night if I knew that I continued to progress in this world and didn't 
have that contribution. So that in a, in a nutshell is where Naya Zuri was born. Yes, yes. And I want to thank you for that. And I do see that you're uh, stressing and tailoring to diversity in the classroom. You know, yeah. it's it's very important. So the fact that you're so determined, so um, encourageable when you're doing this for all of us, you're you're relentless, you know, and that's what we need. We need somebody on our end, on our corner, in our corner to fight for us, to fight for diversity. Um, like you mentioned, we actually have a lot to do with history for so long and we need that representation and also what it means to our young ones. Um, when they grow up, they'll remember, you know, your series and they'll understand that, you know, I remember those books. This young lady cared enough to write books for us to be encouraged and move forward and mm -hmm. feel like we're important, you know? And children, they're like sponges, you know? And when you have a product that encourages them and pushes them to be their better self and also motivate them to do greater things, not just stick to the norm, but do greater things, it, that's just, you know, that's beautiful. Oh, you are so encouraging. Thank you for seeing the vision. <laughs> and thank you for seeing the mission. I'm going to officially, officially welcome you to the Naya Zuri tribe. So shout out to the tribe, because I do that every interview as well. Thank you. And that means that you are on board with continuing the work to make the change for our youth, to really transform this world because they are going to inherit it, sis. And like you said, if we don't build them up now to have a proper sense of self and knowledge of self and, and, and self-love, well, they're gonna enter this world thinking that they're second-class citizens and that is not the case. We have created all history. So let our history be known. Exactly, yes. exactly. And, and that's what I really love, you know, and I understand that, you know, you're, you're spreading this in Connecticut, this beautiful series into the curriculum in Connecticut, correct? In your state? It has taken over Connecticut. I'm now in like eight different states. I'm everywhere. Oh, Texas, wow, Kansas, amazing. California, Louisiana, New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, um, Canada, UK. I'm starting to go overseas. So I'm yes. just so thankful that the movement is starting to really spark. I'm finishing up the second book now, Naya Zuri and the Mayan Eclipse. The story continues from ancient Egypt now to ancient Maya. And I'm also bridging the gap to show how we have really um, filled this world and how we migrated and how our history and our traditions were carried out throughout the ages. Really, you could see um, in the sense of architecture, astronomy, engineering, things that were carried from Egypt now to ancient Maya, which is, you know, like modern day Mexico City is where the where the main capital was at that point many, you know, many centuries ago before the Spaniards came, right? So once again, showing us how we are all interconnected. Yeah. And it's not about one history being more important than the other. It's just about the recognition, the recognition and putting some respect on our names. <laughs> exactly. <You know? laughs> yeah. Put some respect on our names. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was looking into the, um, the book and it actually, it's very rich in culture, very rich in um, history. So it gives, like you said, not one culture is better than the other. What you're doing is at least giving that platform to be proud of where you mm -hmm. come from, regardless of where that's from. You know, it, it, the Hispanic and Black community, we have to be more proud than ever to acknowledge that mm -hmm. there's all this information out here, including your book, that's informing us and our children that we have to be proud. We are great. You know, and it's it's needed, especially in the classroom. And the classrooms don't really, when yeah. I was growing up, of course, um, 
you know, they weren't really teaching the truth, as I would like to say, because nope. they would they would put a spin on things, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, um, you know, Thanksgiving passed, and 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 I respect people that do celebrate it. It's an opportunity for people to come together, but I don't celebrate it. Yeah. You know, I, I just see it for what it is. I'm family it. members, and that's it. But that story has been spun a lot of a lot of times, and you know, we have to have books that have some type of meaning that's truthful. You know, there's nothing wrong with speaking truth. And that's what we need. We need proper representation in rich cultured yeah. books that tell the truth. So, yeah. Yes, that are historically accurate, right? Mm-hmm. And that are uh, really equipping our youth to understand that uh, we are from the origin of all lands. Really, we have birthed this entire world. Mm-hmm. And by understanding the the length of history and by once again putting some respect on our names and recognizing us for our contributions that that really does unite us as humankind Mm -hmm. you know it's it isn't about one culture or one race being the other but don't try to ignore that we have birthed this world don't try to ignore all of our contributions that were the first of everything okay Mm -hmm. the sciences the mathematics the culture the artistry the music we created that, you know, give us that respect, let that fuel us, let that empower us, especially our youth. There is no reason why they should feel like they are less than or that they are not valued. Their history, our history is not even being taught. It's not being glorified. And if it is, it's being so like manipulated and so Mm -hmm. concentrated, especially like black African-American culture. They just talk about slavery and civil rights. Like that is not okay with me. Plantations, we are beyond plantations. How about when we were the masters, when we were the queens, when we were the kings and we were the emperors and empresses and we had empires and we were the ones who created the first written language. Like, let's talk about calendars, uh, structures. uh, you know, we were navigating by the stars, linguistics, we've created all language. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yeah. And, you know, and like you mentioned, it's not throwing dirt on another race. What it's doing is just putting focus on our race. So our races, so we can understand the truth and and feel, you know, empowered. Um, But like you mentioned, we are all coming together, no matter what your background Mm -hmm. is, to promote this encouragement of thyself. So even if, if there's an Asian or, or, or a white or any other race that's helping us encourage our youth to see this, they're part of the program too. They appreciate us. They appreciate what our ancestors have done. And that's what it's yeah. needed. You know, we need unity. We need to come together to encourage our history. We're rich. Like you mentioned, we're so much more than what they, you know, like to mention over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And we have to be very careful what we continue to repeat in our minds and what we continue to repeat out loud. Um, we have to continue to understand that there was always a before that part in history you know there was always a greatness like we just spoke about and what what about now we're so focused on this little segment of history that is not so happy um, and we don't even acknowledge the past when we were great we're going to be stuck here in the future contemplating about a sad piece of history not being able to be our full potential if we keep looking back at something that's not so nice Um, so we need to be in the now be informed yeah. and move forward. And that's what we're good at since day one. So, you know, this is only going to excel our future. So I'm very excited mm-hmm. about it. 
I'm very excited about it too. Thank you so much for the feedback and just the conversation. And I'm so encouraged to meet another sister that is committed to the cause and committed to truth and committed to harmony and empathy and love and understanding. That's how we progress. You said two of my favorite words, fullest potential. Another part of what I do in addition to the Nyazuri books, I have these set of truths called the fundamental truths of Nyazuri. And these are essentially how I empower the youth. That's the other half of what I do. One, we didn't have representation. Two, no one was coming to check on us and tell us that we were worth <laughs> of anything. They were waiting for us to mess up, right? There are only like three paths that you had in the neighborhood that I grew up in. You either went to jail, there was like early teen pregnancy, and you, you know, you, you got on the food stamps if you were lucky in section eight, if you were lucky. Or unfortunately, you, you didn't make it out the hood and um, your life ended or was taken from you before it's time. Like I refused to be a statistic. My parents worked very hard to get us out. It wasn't until I was 16, I was already in high school. But at the same time, I'm very thankful for my childhood. I'm thankful for the way that I grew up because it exposed the world to me coming from overseas, seeing this American culture here and then growing up in the disparity, really in like mm -hmm. the pit of it all, like mm -hmm. the castaways, we were the castaways. <laughs> yep. Like I was being passed on to the next grade level and I couldn't even speak English, sis. That shows that there is something broken in the system. Yep. The teachers and the administrators were so stressed out and felt that they had no power at all they had to meet their quotas and they had to make sure that they passed a certain amount of students every year. Otherwise, now they would get, you know, like that heat breathing down their necks. That's a broken system. We need to do better. Teachers and administrators should have a voice. They should be able to say, listen, I want to teach more cultural books, more themes, more cultural understandings in my classroom. Look at the diversity in the classroom. Why is it not being glorified? And the funny thing is, is I realized that the classroom is one of the first places that a child not of color comes into contact with a child of color. Yes. So what an amazing opportunity that is to introduce the truth. We would live in such a different 2020 if that was the case 20 years ago, yeah. right? We wouldn't have so much ignorance. The ignorance of the past would be washed away. No one would even listen to their grandparents or maybe even their parents or community yeah. elders stories. They wouldn't lock into that because they respect and love the kids in their class and they understand and accept them for who they are. And that's because they respect them. They respect mm -hmm. their culture and uh, denying their culture would be denying themselves. Exactly, yeah. Yes. And, and, and it just, it, the program actually helps everyone. So everyone is actually being informed and that's the beauty of it. You know, it's all inclusive, nobody's left out. It's empowering, but it's all inclusive. And that's what we need right now. Um, like you mentioned, if this would have been tackled and nipped in the butt a long time ago, we would have been mm -hmm. in this predicament. But again, you know, talking to them now, are, causing you know the change. Yep, and we're continuing the work. I always say it, no days off. We have to continue the work. Our youth, they really deserve to, to inherit a better world than what we have right, going on right now. We're, I always feel like we've been set back. 20 yep. years. We have a lot of work to do, but I'm encouraged when I come into contact with incredible and open-minded and loving individuals as yourself that are willing to do the work alongside us. It's not one, it's not just me and my book, it's not you and your platform and your amazing spotlight of all of these individuals that are creating these contributions. You are a contributor as well, and I thank you for that. You're using your voice and you're highlighting others' voices that are making that positive impact. It's so easy to just uh, you know, report on bad news. Exactly. Everybody likes to hear bad news. Everybody <laughs> likes to hear drama. Everybody likes to hear, you know, the latest gossip, but mm -hmm. positivity, effectiveness, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. like efficient change and transformation. Whoa, that's something of a fairy tale, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. And there's strength in numbers. So I'm encouraged by you and we need to just continue the work and everyone that's going to come into contact with this, hopefully will feel the same spark and want to get involved. Correct. Correct. And I thank you for that. Um, you know, two things I wanted to mention one, uh, the character in your series, she's actually, you know, up against big uh, obstacles and she's able to conquer them. So uh, like we mentioned, it's, it's not biased to any gender, but you're actually giving us that, the other face of the, how would I say adventurous woman or young lady. <laughs> and I was just talking to my friend today about that. I, I told them, you know what? There's nothing wrong with little girls being adventurous. When they grow up, they're gonna say, hey, I can travel because I, I read this in a book. Or, hey, I can be uh, my own business and be a businesswoman and be about it because I read it in the book, you know? And I saw the, the little girl being able to do it and I felt like I could do it too. And these are gonna be oh. multiple conversations that are gonna happen soon and in the future. Um, and I told my friend, I said, there's nothing wrong with the girl being powerful. I said, in her series exactly empowers little girls. I'm not saying it doesn't empower little boys because it empowers everyone. But I'm saying it, it, it tailors to, like you mentioned, there's no damsel in distress no more. Times have changed and women are strong. Little girls can see the, the young lady in the series, she's strong. So then it's gonna encourage our future young ladies to do whatever you wanna do, knowing that if you have a dream, you can conquer it as long as you put that effort in. So it's, it's super empowering, encouraging. And I love it because we're so used to a certain theme and it's like, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Listen, this is no Hermione and Harry Potter situation. She is not just the brains in the background that is solving everything. Naya Zuri is at the forefront. Another big part of representation is gender representation, really calling and empowering all my girls, letting them know that, yes, they're not going to have to settle to be a damsel in distress sis you can problem solve use your greatest treasure your mind those are the things that should be exemplified those are the things that you should be competitive about don't be competitive about your what you're wearing how your body looks trying to fit into society's box build yourself young girl that is how we take charge that is how powerful you are and when i said earlier like we our culture has birthed the world but who is the one doing the birthing? We are. Women are so strong and girls need to understand where to find their power. So yes, Naya Zuri is my fearless heroine, my fearless black heroine (laughs) with the crazy wild curly hair. And you know, she is leading the way. Her best friends, Miguel and Hugo Gonzalez, they trust her. They trust her because of her critical thinking skills, because of her problem solving. She really laughs in the face of danger. Nothing Mm -hmm. scares her. She's so confident. Her parents did an incredible job building her up. And even her name as well is very purposeful with it. Naya Zuri actually means beautiful purpose in Swahili. And I did that on purpose to really inspire all girls and all children to live purposefully, live in their fullest potential. Don't just dream big, but actually take the actions to walk in your dreams. I'm going to hit you with these fundamental facts really quick. Number one, don't chase your dreams. Walk in your dreams. Number two, always bet on yourself. Never dim your light. Overcome your fears and know that nothing is impossible. Those are my five fundamental truths of Nyazuri. That's Those are the pillars that I really use to build up my girls, build up my boys, and build up 
all children, however they identify to just understand that this world is theirs, they should be intentional and that everyone has a right to their own destiny. Don't allow your neighborhood, your situation, your family, standings, anything, stop you from being fulfilled in your life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nothing should be an obstacle too great for you to overcome. And I love saying that there's no such things as obstacles, sis. They're just opportunities mm-hmm. for growth, for sharpening, true. for you to learn something, learn a new skill set, think outside of the box. You know, uh, things are not, um, when things are comfortable, it doesn't mm-hmm. inspire any sort of growth. But it's when true. you're uncomfortable, well, now you have some movement, right? You're unsettled. Mm-hmm. You've got to try something different. You know, I'm very visual. So it's like, you've got to try something different. Out of uncomfortability comes growth. You expand yeah. your mind. You have a further understanding. But if you're comfortable, you just stay in the same thing. Stagnate. You'll listen to what's being told. Yes, you'll listen to what's being told to you time and time again. You'll mm-hmm. read the same old books over and over and over again, not really learning anything about yourself. And you'll be comfortable in it. And that's fine, right? No, you're not living at your fullest potential. Get uncomfortable. Try something new. Take that crazy idea and create a business plan. And you can do that as a child. You could be a kidpreneur. You can go after your dreams right now. Don't let your age try to restrict you. That's why it was so important in the first book, the characters went back to ancient Egypt and they helped Prince Tut overcome his fear of rule. That was the issue that he was having because he was only eight, nine years old when he became Pharaoh. Exactly. Eight, nine (laughs) years old of an entire ancient kingdom. Of yeah. course, the kid was scared. He's like, oh, I don't think I can do this. And it's like, listen, Nye and the twins, they figured out a way to get to Egypt. I won't give it out all the way, but they find a way to inspire him mm-hmm. and to motivate him and let him know, listen, if you didn't bring about some sort of change and keep your kingdom together, the world today wouldn't exist. Exactly. Right. So much of our knowledge has come from the origin of all land. So if that was not something that was carried forward and you just let it all fall apart, we wouldn't even be here from the future. Right. And that gave him the motivation that he needed to stick to his path. So let that be an encouragement to all youth and all adults as well Mm -hmm. to not limit yourself. You are the only person who can place limitations on you. Set yourself free, set your mind free and live in your purpose. Now, now is the time we need everyone's contributions. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree, you know, and you have to be able to take that opportunity to grow. Um, There's always going to be a solution. There's always going to be a a lesson in the Mm -hmm. midst of growing and walking forward in whatever situation that you're placed, you know? Um, And I fully believe that I fully encourage people to get through it. You know, you're going to learn something and you're going to become a better version of yourself. Um, Yeah. 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 So I want to ask you something, you know, um, well, I I did see all the categories you have to offer for parents. It goes for um, uh, teachers, um, but I would say for parents as well, now that we're at home, we're doing virtual learning. Um, You have word search, coloring pages, character change, story mapping, retell a story. You have so many different tools that you're um, offering um, for our youth to become you know the best self um and I just want to thank you for that we need that especially now when we're stuck at home and we're like oh I haven't done this in 15 years (laughs) you know we need the tools the proper tools to help us navigate to stimulate our children's minds so Mm -hmm. thank you absolutely Um, and I'll just put it out there those are all available for free this is not something that you have to purchase just go to my website www.ananayakana.com Click on parent and teacher resources and just print or use it online if you can um, to fulfill whatever you need. You know, yeah. let it be supplemental learning, let it be extra credit, 
Yep. Uh, let it inspire a book club. Let it inspire a writer's workshop. Anything that you need is important that we provide the services and the programs for the people. And the fact that you're giving, you know, of course you have the book and it's, it's not that expensive. Mm -hmm. I looked at it. Um, Finn caught me one. <laughs> I did that um, on purpose. Yeah. Know, there's a lot of books. Yeah. There's a lot of competitors and this is like a 134 page book. This, and this is a chapter book. Chapter this book. is not, uh -huh. this is a chapter book. There are no <laughs> pictures in here. I mean, I did, I did reformat it during the quarantine just to add mm -hmm. a little bit more design element to it. But fundamentally there are no like illustrated pictures in it. It yep. really is a chapter book and it does have a full glossary. So parents mm -hmm. and kids, any word that's underlined, you could flip to the back of the book and actually build up your vocabulary, Thank learn you. about places, <laughs> people, things that you normally wouldn't have or, and mm -hmm. other ways to build up your communication skills. Cause then you could be more confident in your life. And um, once again, so this is a chapter book and I noticed that a lot of my competitors, you know, they have their books for like 15, 20, 25 dollars. But it was very important to me to stay true to who I am. Yeah. And it was difficult for my parents to be able to afford Christmas presents, let alone books, right? Most Thank of you. our gifts uh, were always donated from um, shelters and from nonprofits around in the community. Shout out to person to person. They really gave me literally the clothing on my back up until the age of 16 every single Christmas present every year, we did not have it. So the last thing that I was able to do would be to ask my parents to even purchase me a book because we don't have the books of representation in school. Exactly. That was heartbreaking for me. And I ensured that when my book was going to come out, I was gonna make sure that it was at least under $10. And it has only gone up in $2 over the past four years. And I did that on purpose. And that will be the cap and it will remain the cap unless it's like in a series volume because I need to make sure that um, the monetary purchase of it is not something that's going to set back a family. At least I know that a child can save up enough quarters to earn $10. Exactly. Right. Yeah, and that's beautiful. I noticed that, I was like, huh, get out of here. I was like, wow, she's really looking out for us. Yeah. <laughs> like, and get it from no... my website. Don't go to other retailers. Right. You know, it's available everywhere, but don't go to other retailers. Yeah. Uh, you support, support your, I am my own publisher as well. So yeah. support an independent publisher. And when you get it from my website, I will autograph it and personalize it to anyone that you want. So you will get a personalized message from me. And if you are buying five copies and there's five kids names, I'm sending a different message for every single child. So they feel connected to it. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I didn't even know that. I saw that it was available on all at Barnes and Noble, at Amazon, at other um, places where you buy your books. But Everywhere. Uh, yes. Yeah, we're going to go to your website. Okay. Ananayakama.com. <laughs> okay. You got so, it. You got it, sis. I just want to thank you for that. You know, and I, I want to say real briefly um, my parents are immigrants from Mexico and I pride myself mm -hmm. in that, you know, and I pretty much taught myself English. Of course, I, I was placed in school and English was the main language, mm -hmm. but my home language was Spanish. Um, but I always saw this teacher speak so differently. And I was like, I want to learn how to talk like her. So then I tweaked my English so much where, you know, I could switch mm -hmm. it up. But on the side yes. of town I was raised, I was like, girl, hey. you don't stop playing with me right now. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's okay to be able to, to yes. you know, know how to navigate. But anyways, it, vocabulary has been the thing for me growing up. I, mm -hmm. I have to put in that work. I have yes. to. <laughs> so the fact that you have a book out there that's not expensive for our youth in our own communities to purchase and benefit off of vocabulary-wise that's big, that's it. you know? Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you so much. You know, it was funny. I've told this in a few interviews, but I'll say it here too. So the way that I was actually able to practice my English best is I found, I'll say found, so I don't get like fined by the school, but I found an old uh, dictionary in like the back of a classroom one day and I swiped it and I took it home. Yep. And I Happens. remained disciplined and I studied the word, highlighted it every single day. And I studied that word, a new word every day until I became fluent in English. It actually wasn't even my ESL class. They ended up passing me and graduating me like two years before everybody else that was in the classroom. Because once you come here at a certain age, I came here in the first grade. So by then English was already my third language that I was learning. So they told me I was going to have to be in ESL for like five to eight years to really condition the mind. You know, to really condition your mind. It, it was funny because the more English I learned, the more English I learned, it was funny is that American English is actually backwards. This is not even the proper way to speak English, right? Uh, so it was just so funny to me. I learned, I stumbled upon that over the years, but I actually practiced and learned my English uh, through a dictionary and just the use of applying myself every day and that immigrant mentality of working hard and earning your worth. So I commend you for that. You know, I commend you for that. And um, sister to sister, you know, I love your story and I love um, the focus that you had and, and the focus and the values that your parents gave you because I could see it coming off screen. I could hear it in your voice. I can hear it for the reasons of why you love my book and my movement so much. You see the qualities. And I have a lot of subliminal messaging in the book as well to really, yes, yeah, to really uplift our youth. There's a lot of gems in there at the end of the day and things that more advanced readers will pick up on and knowledge that is really not taught. Like I said, it is historical fiction. So it's not all completely made up. This is based on research. Everything is based on research. There are plenty of citations. And so you can Google any word in the glossary and you will come up and you can validate that it is fact checked. Exactly. And I did that. It took, it took a little bit of extra time, but I needed <laughs> to make sure that it could be an educational resource at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and to touch up on that, you actually went to school for something completely different and then you merged I did. into what you're doing. I read that and I was like, I went to she really loves the children. Like you genuinely really dedicate yourself that you left the lane you were in, in, in the school that you were majoring in and you shifted completely different because of the want to help. And I just want to give you big kudos for that because that's big. You know, a lot of people are like, no, this this makes more money and I'll, I'll do it down the line and people forget about it because they put it second. You put it on the forefront and you focused on that. So yeah, <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you so much, sis. Thank you. You know, I do apply a lot of the uh, lessons that I took, but really it was more from the lessons that I had like in the field and, and from, you know, I was in corporate America for almost 13 years, solid on my business degree. And I worked in a lot of different industries, but I knew that this was my calling. I knew that this was my destiny. And, you know, I tried and worked so hard to keep this as a side hustle and do it. But at the end of the day, my heart wasn't where it was. You know, mm -hmm. I knew that this was something that I needed to fulfill. This was literally my life's purpose and my life's mission. And I was tired of like splitting myself in half every day. So mm -hmm. one day I woke up and I decided to completely walk away from the corporate world and dedicate myself 1000% to the mission. And here I am today. And we see it. And that's, that's the encouragement we need, you know, for youth and adult, um, focus on your purpose. You got to figure out what your purpose is. And I had this conversation today on social media, focus on what okay. is good for you and then stick to it every day. Focus on what step you can take forward in that direction. It just makes Absolutely. sense. Don't fight your purpose. Absolutely. We all have our own thing. 
Be thankful if you know what it is. If you don't, then you need to take some more time to do that inner work. Take some time to figure out what you're good at. Take some time to figure out what is going to keep you up at night. What is going to wake you up in the morning? Something that you will do for free. And believe me, I have done so many things for free. And I still do so many things for free. I volunteer my time left and right. <laughs> left and right, left and right. Especially the schools that don't have budgets and things. It's not about that. It's about making the impact. I'm like, oh, we'll find, you know, we'll find some sponsorship or somebody to cover yeah, we'll these, you know, a couple hundred books or whatever it is. At the end of the day, we just want to make sure that the message is there, the books are there, that I can connect with the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end of the day, that's really what it's about. So whatever you'll do for free is probably your passion. Exactly. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore yourself. Everybody was meant to have something that sparked life in them. Find out what that is and hold it tight and really cultivate it. Cultivate that spark into a flame that will burn forevermore that nobody can extinguish. Exactly. And I wanted to um, just thank you for all that. And also, I want to ask you about BWIN. So that kind of like flows into what you've been doing. Um, and also, you were a speaker at Black Women in Media. So Girl, I- you fact-checked. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to what you have been dedicating yourself um, to, to do for us, you know? So- what was it like? I want to know. What was it like? How how did you feel? What did you take from it? It, it, it? That's big. There was a lot of big names out there, including yours. You know, girl, big names. And I, I came to the realization that I can say my name is big too. And it was something that I've I have worked for opportunities like this that are now presenting themselves and coming my way, really manifesting it and pulling them to me um, over just years and years of work. It was such an amazing opportunity to be selected to be a speaker, to sit on a panel as well with two other amazing speakers talking about our industry and what we're doing in the publishing and, and literary world and how we came about really our, our origin stories, our transformation stories, and giving useful tips and techniques and advice to other Black women in media right? Exactly. Women of culture that are doing it and um, that are doing it well. These, this is really also a networking opportunity and, and a way for all sisterhood to really band together and be supportive of each other. You know, we battle things on the daily because of the mm -hmm. hue and the color of our skin. We should not be competing against one another. We should be embracing each other, uplifting each other. So it was an amazing amazing event. I'll never forget it for the rest of my life. Definitely some huge names that were on the ticket that were, uh, you know, a part of the entire conference and also so many amazing honorees like MC Light. Are you kidding me? Tamron Hall, my girl, Venasia from um, co-founder of Forbes, the culture, shout out to you. You know, hey. it was really an amazing experience and all these ladies deserve their flowers and they deserve them now while they're able to actually enjoy them and see them and smell them for their, you know, their life's work up until this point. So it was an amazing experience. Thank you for asking. I look forward to, to continuing to partner up with all women to really uplift each other, to knowledge share and to pull up that seat pull up that seat at the table. There's plenty of room. Come on, ladies, like, let's go. We don't have to be in this together. We don't have to do like the daily battling together. Let's get together and like, let us be in combined army. We are strong. Like we said, we have birthed this world. We are strong and we have strength and unity. But we already know that there's so many things in place in society that are going to try and break us down. Mm -hmm. The competitive nature, the fact that they will only do one diversity hire per department, you know, <laughs> yep. these are the things that we need to fundamentally change. It's not okay. It's 2020. It's yep. time that our voices are heard, but our voices will only be heard if we use them in one accord. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. Together, we're stronger. And, you know, that's that's what the whole idea is. Um, this year has really focused on we have to stick together, you know, and that convention, it, it just I, I was jaw dropped. I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, I got to ask her. I got to know. Um, but yeah, you I'm know, like, how I, you go from, like, I'm like doing normal stuff, like YMCA virtual visit with the kids. And then it's like, boom. <laughs> Black woman in New hey. York. Like, how are you doing this? I'm like, no days off. I stay Anna, working. Anna, you put in that work. So when you put in that work, you're going to reap the reward. And that's exactly what that is, you know? And there's levels to this. I know that's so cliche, but there's levels to the hard No, work. there are levels to this. You're and everyone is deserving of the levels, including yeah. yourself. You have to yeah. first tell yourself that. Yeah. We tend to hold ourselves back, especially as women. Like we are now the secondary class, right? Yeah. The men are more the dominant. We have to understand yeah. that we are birthing these men. Okay. We are raising them up. So why is it an issue for us to raise ourselves up? Raise your vibration, tap into your essence. Understand you are an empress. You are a goddess. We speak life. We birth life. So birth it within yourself. Exactly. Attain those levels, whatever levels you want to see. Because mm -hmm. once again, we know now that we are the only ones that can put limitations on ourselves. So set yourself free, attain the levels that you want and be a contributor to this world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you're clearly doing that. Um, girl, uh, you received the 2020 100 Women of Color Award. And we talk about that. And then yes! uh, Connecticut House of Representatives congratulated you. Like, let's talk about that. Thank you. And I actually just recently received a, a second recognition from the Lieutenant Governor, who's also a female sure. from the state of Connecticut. Thank you. Yes, the 100 Women of Color Award. And I was actually the 2020 class valedictorian out of all 100. Yes, it was such a big honor. It's a double honor. It was really uh, something that is recognized really more in all of New England. It's Connecticut, New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. And there's a selection every year put together by 28 Entertainment and June Archer. And I'm just so thankful for them for recognizing me for the work that I'm doing. I really received a award for the things that people don't know that I do, yeah. all the volunteer work. So here's the thing. When I first started out with my book, I got nothing but no's, not only from the publishers, which is why I decided mm -hmm. to self-publish. And then years later, create my book imprint the proper way and mm -hmm. actually re-release my book this year during the quarantine. And it did hit like seven bestseller lists, by the way. Right. So just goes <laughs> to show you stay dedicated, right? You stay focused and people will support people. You build up that movement in the tribe for the right reasons, stay authentic, and people will definitely support you if the um, reasoning is there if the impact is there for the right reasons. Yeah. So with that said, I also had issues getting into schools. I'm like, this book needs to be in the curriculum. Like, have it in the curriculum. <laughs> I just thought they would say yes, because I'm so optimistic and I can see the vision so clearly, but all I got were no's. Yeah. I got no's from all the schools. They didn't want me in there. Their curriculums were already completed for the year. They didn't have the budget. It was like excuse after excuse after excuse. So I stuck to what I knew. I went to the hood. I went to the projects. I went to the lowest performing schools that nobody cared about. And they didn't say no. They didn't turn me away. They were thankful to see someone that looked like them, that sounded like them, but that has come from where they have come from yep. and has decided to continue to push ahead against the no's, give myself a yes. And now I'm here to motivate you. I'm here to empower you. I'm here to give you something where you can learn about yourself, right? And build up that knowledge of self. They didn't say no. So I went to the schools that nobody wanted to and I volunteered my time. 
Yeah. I didn't care about getting paid, you know, my author fees to come there and spend my time, whether it was a classic author visit, whether it was a, a workshop, a writer's workshop, whatever it was, or just volunteering to speak to the kids and motivational speaking. I did everything and I still volunteer um, the substantial amount of my time to do that. Yeah. And I never bragged about it. I never even really told anyone about it. I was just excited <laughs> to get my books in the, in the young reader's hands and to make an impact and to finally have that fulfillment of the book being in the curriculum, you know? So like I said, I partnered with lots of companies in the communities and I would find people to sponsor the books. Even if it was parent groups, I mean, listen, I would be like cold calling. I do whatever I have to do to make sure that like Howard School could get a hundred books. You know, yeah. books aren't cheap, but once again, it's like if the impact and the reasoning is there and you show people your passion and you show them the long lasting effect it can have, the positive effect, mm. they'll pull up for you. Exactly. They will pull up for you. So because of all those reasons, word spread across the state, who is this Ananaya Kana? And I was nominated and then confirmed to be honored with the 2020 100 Women of Color Award and class valedictorian for all of that work. And it was such an amazing and momentous moment for me. I felt that my entire state recognized me for the work. They were proud of me. And now they were telling me to like, go forth, like Keep continue doing. to work, go across Keep the working. country, go around the world and continue <laughs> spreading the Nyazari message. We're proud of you. Continue the work, sis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you created your own path, you know, and that pushes me to see even when there's a no in a multiple, uh, you know, group of no's, you always pave your own path. You believe in yourself. Like you mentioned, it starts within you. You have to believe in yourself. You have to know that this is what you're meant to do and nothing's going to stop mm. you. Once you start believing in your greatness and knowing your greatness, there's nothing that can really stop you. And that's exactly what happened in, in your situation. You know, you're relentless and you have a mission, you have a purpose and there's nothing that's going to stop you. I don't see anything stopping you. So um, thank you for thank all you that. For that recognition, sis. Thank you for being an incredible woman and for uplifting me and pouring into me. This right here is a beautiful example of how sisterhood should be. So yep. I thank you for yourself. I thank you for your, uh, your genuine self and uh, for understanding the importance of uplifting a fellow woman, a fellow woman of color, and that um, we don't have to feel like we're in it alone. It's so exactly. important. Yep. Yep. So thank you so much. I, I, again, I just want to thank you for making the time to actually speak with me. You know, I know you're busy. Um, I, I read and, and I tune in to what you're doing and it's commendable. Um, keep on the great, you know, path that you're on and just there's greatness ahead of you. So continue to do what you're doing. We're here for it. We see you and we we're here for it. We're rooting for you. So thank you. Thank you so much for the rooting. I won't let you down. I won't let any of you down. I'm going to continue to work. I'm, honestly, I carry everybody with me in my spirit. I really do. So please keep up with me. Website, all social media, at Naya underscore Zuri. I have a lot coming out. Working on the second book, like I mentioned. Working on completing this teaser for Adventures with Naya Zuri. Now jumping from books to digital content with my cartoon series. And I have a lot of other top secret projects that I'll be dropping probably within the next few weeks. Hey. Uh, if not before 2020, I'm announcing a lot of exclusive news of things that I've been like tirelessly working towards. I'm just extremely excited and grateful for the universe just blessing me and um, really honoring me with the opportunity to continue the movement. Yes, yes. Thank you. And you're so humble with it, you know. So, yeah. 
Um, I want to ask you, I, I do this at the end of my show all the time. Okay. Oh, curveball. Here we go. Curveball. <laughs> any shout outs? Are there any shout outs that you like to make? Oh, I got to <laughs> do it one more time. I have to. I have. Well, first, you know what? Let me shout out my plug. Let me shout out Michelle Mackle at Plugstar. She is my PR plug, and we teamed up recently during this quarantine, and her and I are just an unstoppable force. It's so important to have good people on your team that believe in you, that believe in your mission, like everything. I know she would go uh, tooth and nail for me, so shout out to Michelle. And of course, my family, all my family, everybody in Connecticut as well, CT stands up, everybody back home in Uganda, stand up, everybody back home in Berlin, stand up, and of course... Shout out to the Naya Zuri tribe. I love you. Thank you for rocking with me from day one. And even today, if you're just tapped in, thank you for being committed to the purpose and seeing the vision of what we are doing for everybody, especially our youth to live beautifully in their purpose. And let's transform this world. Let's continue the work. Yes, yes, yes. So um, it's, it's been so humbling to speak to you. You have many projects in the works and I look forward to speaking to you again. Uh, keep doing what you're doing and continue to stay beautiful inside and out because you got the brains and you got the looks and you have oh so do you sis oh girl stop so do you we are united now we come we come together as a full package can you hear that everybody (laughs) yes thank you so thank you so much until next time